덕주라 나중에 기억을 다 잃어도 이것만 진짜 안 해줬으면 좋겠는데 심덕줄 네가 발레하는 사람이었다는 거 꿈이 있었다는 거 잊지마 알겠지? 덕줄 Even if you lose your memory entirely I truly hope you'll remember this one thing. Don't forget that you used to do ballet and that you had a dream. Don't forget that. Okay? Kinka and Quinka, 여러분. 안녕하세요. This is Rome Orhando Jr., Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast. where every week we celebrate the marriage of K-drama and language learning. Kinga Podcast is now part of the Bang Collective. It's a playful and creative group of podcasters making awe-inspiring content. To know more about us, check out our Facebook page called The Bang Collective or check out our website at www.thebangph.com. All right, 안녕하세요. 여러분 잘 지내고 있었지? 네, 저도 잘 지내고 있습니다. Uh, for today's episode, I decided not to go with my original schedule because on my schedule it should be the king, the eternal monarch but we'll be having Navaliera today Yeah, that's the plan and we'll start with the language tips and vocabulary words before the discussion proper So we'll start in 3, 2, 1 Hello, okay We're starting with the language part. We have five vocabulary words for today, and all of these words are from the K-drama called Naviliera. Let's begin. First word, Jabochagi. 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 Sounds weird to me, but Jabochagi. Jabochagi. Jabochagi means desperation or self-abandonment. Let's use it in a sentence. Jabochagi. 은어가 순전히 자포자기하는 심정으로 동해일을 했을 뿐이었어요. 은어가 순전히 자포자기하는 심정으로 동해일을 했을 뿐이었어요. 은호 only agreed out of sheer desperation. 은어가 순전히 자포자기하는 심정으로 동해일을 했을 뿐이었어요. Okay, 자포자기. Next word. 정면 돌파하다. 정면 돌파하다. 정면 돌파하다 means to take the bull by the horns or to confront problems head on. 정면 돌파하다. Let's use 정면 돌파하다 in a sentence. 체로기가 어떤 문제든지 계속 정면 돌파하면 된다고 했어요. 체로기가 어떤 문제든지 계속 정면 돌파하면 된다고 했어요. Cherok said that you can just keep taking the bull by the horns or Cherok said that you can just keep confronting whatever problem it is head on. 정면 돌파하다. Okay? Third word. 방치. 방치. 방치 means leaving alone, neglect or negligence. 방치. Let's use 방치 in a sentence. 법률에서는 아동 방치 행위에 대해 벌금을 부과해요. 법률에서는 
아동 방치 행위에 대해 벌금을 부과해요. The law imposes penalties for the neglect of children. 아동 방치, that's neglect of children. Okay, 방치. Next word, 오만하다. 오만하다. 오만하다 means to be arrogant or haughty. 오만하다. Let's use 오만하다 in a sentence. 송사는 정말 아량 있는 사람이긴 하지만 오만해요. 송사는 정말 아량 있는 사람이긴 하지만 오만해요. Although Songsan is a very generous man, he is arrogant. Okay, 오만하다. And our final word, 절 없다. 절 없다. If we read it fast, 절 없다. 절 없다. 절 없다. 절 없다. It means immature, childish, or infantile. 절 없다. Let's use 절 없다 in a sentence. 녹조리는 70대에 발레를 하는 게절 없는 행동이 아니라고 했어요. 녹조리는 70대에 발레를 하는 게절 없는 행동이 아니라고 했어요. 녹졸 doesn't consider doing ballet in his 70s as immature or childish. 절 없다. 절 없다. Alright, so those are our five weekly vocabs for this episode. Let's review them. Yeah, 자보자기. 자보자기, desperation or self-abandonment. 정면 돌파하다. To take the bull by the horns or to confront problems head-on. 방치. Living alone, negligence. 오만하다. To be arrogant or haughty. 철없다. To be immature, childish or infantile. Okay, so those are our weekly vocabs and you can review them by using the show notes or by listing them down or by repeating this part of the episode. And you can also watch out for these words to be posted on my Instagram page. I usually post them after a week or after a few weeks if I don't remember posting them early on. But I'm trying to catch up with my schedule and you'll see that soon okay so follow my instagram page if you still haven't i also have twitter and yeah you can check that out if you think that might be helpful in your language learning journey and i also have a study tip for today and my study tip is for you to have a regular revision schedule or a regular study schedule or a regular review schedule whatever that is for me it helps a lot When I say revision, it's when you go back to the words that you've studied and then you review them, you try to remember how to use them, and then you make your own sentences. Yeah, so have a regular revision schedule. And yeah, I mean, do that every day. Maybe 10 to 20 minutes every day would be good for vocabulary words that you've learned in the week. And yeah, if you do that every day, I think it will help you remember more words. And yeah, those words will be more cemented into your brain. So yeah, like, so what is the study tip? It's, it's like every day, you should study every day, even by just a little. So a little of study every day makes you remember the words until far away in time. Okay, that didn't rhyme. But anyway, keep that. Because I'm running out of time and I'll start with the discussion. Yeah, that transition didn't work 
as much as I would have wanted to. I mean, I should have said something more about that, about that study tip. But anyway, I don't want to take so much of your time talking about how to study because we all have our own style of studying and what works, what works for me or what worked for me might not work for you. So just use your own study style. Um, but anyway, it's no longer part of the language section of this podcast episode. So I, I will stop talking about the language and instead start talking about the K-drama itself. So this week, I'm supposed to talk about the king, the eternal monarch, where Lee Min-ho was the lead. Lee Min-ho, the king of K-drama, that title that I'm taking from him in the world of podcasting. But this week, I have just finished watching Navillera with my parents and my sisters. But they didn't watch everything. I mean, my sisters didn't watch everything. Just a few clips. My mom watched everything together with me. So when I finished watching Navillera yesterday, yesterday evening, so that was Friday evening, I felt like, okay, this is so good. I should discuss this in this week's episode instead of like discussing it some other time later on because I don't know I might forget things even though I have notes you know I might not have the same feelings anymore by then so I wanted my feelings to be as fresh as possible I want to deliver my feelings to you fresh okay so receive my feelings right now my feelings are fresh my insights right now are fresh so I want you to receive it that way but because it's fresh, it mean it could also mean that it's not... I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time processing it as much as something that I've watched long ago. Because if it's something I watched long ago, then I would... Well, the possibilities are... There are a lot of different possibilities. I could just forget things and, you know, miss a lot of points. But also, I could, like, spend more time pondering on a specific topic in the K-drama... And therefore, process that specific topic in more detail. But anyway, that's not the case today. Today's case is fresh. Navillera fresh. Alright, so before discussing anything, let me first read to you the synopsis of Navillera. And yeah, before that, Navillera is actually an adaptation of a Korean web comic or a webtoon from Daum. I haven't downloaded Daum Webtoon on my phone, so I've n- never had a chance to read any of their Webtoons. But yeah, anyway, I only know Naver Webtoon until like a few weeks ago. And anyway, yeah, Navillera is a Webtoon, originally a Webtoon and then adapted into a K-drama. So yeah, let me read the synopsis from Wikipedia. Navillera tells the story of people with different genders, ages, and social status trying to achieve their dreams and do what makes them happy. Shim Dokchur is a 70-year-old retired mailman who decides to pursue his lifelong dream of learning ballet, which does not please his family. At the dance academy, he meets Ichero, a 23-year-old dancer, who became interested in ballet after trying out different sports. His mother was a ballet dancer before she died of a disease when he was young. 
he is struggling financially and thinks of giving up ballet until meeting Doctor, which changes his mind. Now a single liner from Netflix. A 70-year-old with a dream and a 23-year-old with a gift lift each other out of harsh realities and rise to the challenge of becoming ballerinos. So yeah, that's the synopsis of the K-drama Navaliera. And what is the story that Navaliera is telling us? I agree with the synopsis from Wikipedia that Navaliera is a story about people from different age, gender, and status who are trying to fulfill their hopes and dreams and also doing what makes them happy. I agree with that. And I think Navaliera was able to do that by showing us the lives of the characters in this drama, not only the life of Doctor or Cherok, but the life of everyone, even the bit parts, I think they did pretty well in making their arcs be kind of not necessarily complete because I don't think that a person's arc gets completed in a in a drama because it's only a part of one's life that gets completed in a drama. But what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that this K-drama, although it only has 12 episodes, is perfect. Um, okay, I, I don't really believe in a perfect K-drama or any or something like that. But yeah, for it's for the story that it's trying to tell, I think I'd give it a 100% score for that. In a way that all the people that were shown in this K-drama had their story to tell and those stories were conveyed very um very intelligently if that's the way to describe it and originally i'm not originally i wasn't going to watch Navigliera because i wasn't a fan of ballet like for real i've seen ballet performances not a lot maybe just one or two ballet performances live and it's not that it's not that I don't like it, but it's just that during those times, I didn't have the lens to appreciate them as, you know, as dance, as entertainment, or as a form of art. But right now, after watching this K-drama, I now have a different perspective. I now have a different view of this ballet as a dance and as an art, as a way to express and as a way to, uh, I, right now I still don't think that ballet performances are really for entertainment, but it's an art form and art forms are appreciated differently, I think. And so right now, yeah, I'm saying that I, I, I wasn't intending to watch this and what made me watch it, what's the reason? Well, because I read the synopsis. And it's about a 70-year-old trying to learn ballet. And I just found that super interesting. Like, why would a 70-year-old want to study ballet? And, like, how will he do? Will he succeed or something like that? That's what 
pulled me into the show and that is also what kept me watching this K-drama until the end. And I should say that, well, I I don't really belong to the people who have prejudice against men who do dance or art or ballet in particular. But I recognize that this prejudice exists. That people who are, you know, close-minded think that ballet is just for girls, that ballet is just for feminine guys. But that is just not, not the case. It's 2021. So we should, you know, be more, not woke, but be more accepting in terms of the art that people pursue because, hey, art doesn't have gender. And, you know, we, we might consider that, yeah, the dances can look feminine at first glance but it's not about that so i I hope that in the future the prejudice against men who do the supposedly feminine art would be gone i know it's still a long way to go before that happens but only time will tell and yeah i think these types of k-dramas are somehow uh, enlightening people that yeah it's it's not the case it's okay for boys to do ballet it's even okay even if you're a 70 year old guy trying to study ballet that's also fine so I, I hope that you know that prejudice will be eradicated yeah did I wear my vocabulary right yeah I, I think Hada is to eradicate if i got it wrong i should review my vocabulary words but yeah or puri popta like to remove it from its roots puri popta that's easier so yeah I-, I hope that those kinds of prejudices that's not the only prejudice about art but you know there's a lot and i hope those kinds of prejudices will be gone okay so i've got that i mean i'm able to check that out on my list that those prejudice i i might have had them in the past but yeah it's been quite a while since i have become a person who's more accepting of things yeah i said that in different episodes i think anyway so uh, another thing i think of talking about today is about age and chasing dreams because yeah this k-drama is about a 70-year-old guy trying to fulfill his dreams before, you know, his death. While he didn't die in the K-drama. Yeah. I was asking that question from episode 6, I think. Like, will he die? Will he die? Because I-, I was thinking that if he dies in the end of the K-drama, it's going to be super sad. But at the same time, it might also be a satisfying ending if, since if if he is able to perform anyway and then dies later on i think it would still be satisfying because well he's human and we still haven't developed the technology to keep people alive for eternity so he's gonna die anyway and it's just a matter of time it's a matter of when not if so yeah i I was asking that question if we will see him die in this k-drama but it didn't happen that's a spoiler i should take note of that um But yeah, so my question right now is about people chasing their dreams or fulfilling their dreams. 
So it, it feels like in the society that we're living on, or actually not in our society, but in the society that our parents and our grandparents lived in, lived on, in yeah, during their time, it, it seemed like they are only able to chase their wildest dreams after retirement because you know the industrialization and stuff people had to work jobs people had to take care of their children and so they didn't have the luxury of time to do other things apart from their jobs uh it might be true to our parents and our grandparents i think but for us millennials and then the younger generation it might not be the same because right now there might be more of us who are pursuing our passions and our dreams from early on so maybe while we are while we were in a high school or college we already had some sort of idea what we want to do in life and if we manage to have enough resources then that's what we will pursue right away but there might also be people who don't have enough money and therefore you know getting a job or getting something that will make you earn money would have been their priority even though it might not have been their passion because in different societies in different countries some people's passion just don't make sufficient money and there's i hate to say it but In third world countries, pursuing art is not a very economic decision. Like if if you pursue art in a third world country and you're not from a wealthy family, it's going to be a struggle. I'm not saying that the struggle wouldn't be worth it, but that the struggle is real. It, It really happens. And... But in no way am I discouraging people from pursuing art if you're from a third world country. I mean, do what you want to do, do what makes you happy, but make sure that you go about it the smart way. So for some people, I I think some people would do, what, what some people would do is that they begin by doing something that they, that could earn them money and then at the same time still keep in touch with art or with the things that they love and maybe if they're able to juggle them together juggle them at the same time then they would do and then maybe if they have sufficient money to you know let go of one thing and only pursue the other thing then that might be the way they will do it but for doctor since he was from uh well not not really poor but yeah i'd say that he was from a working class and that he had to work jobs so that he could provide for his family. Otherwise, they wouldn't have anything on their table. And for this generation, putting something on the table has always been the priority. And so I understand that Doctor didn't have the time to pursue ballet, which he seemed to have started gaining interest on from when he was a child, when he saw a ballet dancer in a theater. And yeah, it's just sad for him that that was the case. He was born in that time period wherein, you know, the prejudice against art 
is still so huge it's not the same anymore right now but yeah he was born in that time and so he couldn't pursue it until he was 70 when he had finally retired and 70 is it's a it's an age wherein you would either look like a fool or you would be deemed as someone who is so full of wisdom uh, i'm not saying that there's only these two kinds of old people that that they would look like fools or they would be f- considered as someone with a lot of wisdom it's not the only way for for me i actually think that all old people have wisdom in them and it's just that we need to find a way how to extract those wisdom from them but sadly on a superficial level it's easy to see old people who do what we might think of as childish things as fools just as some characters in Navalera saw Doctor as immature for trying ballet at his age and I understand where they were coming from because well it's unusual to see a seven-year-old doing ballet during their times but nowadays a lot of old, I mean a lot of aged people join different dance classes did you well i don't know if they still exist nowadays but when i was young i remember that there are dance studios that mainly cater to people in their 60s and over right now i'm not sure if they still have that i mean here in the philippines we used to have that but maybe nowadays the older generation have zumba as something they dance to mostly women i think in their 50s 60s but there might be young people who also do zumba and yeah but anyways zumba is not our topic today it's ballet and yeah <laughs> age and doctor but yeah so i'm just thinking that for you right now if you're listening to this podcast what are your thoughts about fulfilling your dreams should you wait should you wait until you reach 70 before you try something out i watch a youtube video i forgot what video that was but there was this guy whose regret was that he tried acting too late like maybe he was in his 50s when he started acting and while it's it's not you know it's not a bad thing to try it at that time but he 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 regretted doing it a little bit too late he might have wished to have done it a little bit earlier so i'm guessing that well yeah even for doctor right he said that if only i've done this sooner then it might have it would have gone so much easier for him but then if he did it sooner then he wouldn't have a story to tell together with Cherok and so yeah <laughs> mm, I'm just thinking that a lot of people have different kinds of dreams and we always weigh our options and we make choices we make decisions and we'll live up to the decisions that we make and we face the consequences I feel that it would have been nice if Doctor started sooner and therefore we will not have the story of Navaliera. So w- what 
is this K drama trying to tell us? I mean, is it is it telling us that it's okay to wait until we're seventy to pursue our dreams? I don't think so. Right now, I'm thinking that this K drama is targeted to older people in a way that, even though they are already old, that it's not too late. And well, in that case, it's not only about them, but it's also about us. No matter how old you are right now, if there's something that you couldn't do when you were younger, it's not too late. I think that's the message of this K drama. It's not too late to start anything new, and it's not too late to, like, change your life. It's not too late to cut off relationships that are not working. It's not too late to get into a new relationship. It's not too late to learn something you wish you learned five years ago, or something you wish you learned when you were five years old. It's never too late, because. Um. Why? What? What is the reason? It's not too late. Um. This is hard to comprehend. I mean, this is hard to process. Why is it not too late? Because you still have time. I mean, if Doctor was able to do it in his seventies, you can do it. Whatever your age is right now, you're not in your seventy. I know because. I know my Spotify statistics, and so far, I've never had anybody beyond seventy to listen to my podcast. So I know you're not yet seventy, and that means it's not too late for you to do whatever it is that you think will make you happy. You think will make you successful. So it's not too late to fly and you know soar and reach for those dreams that you have. Okay, I think that's the message. I like that, and I I didn't have that on my notes. I just thought about it while recording this, but it doesn't mean I'm smart or anything. I I don't think it's a smart thing to realize that. I just think that yeah, it's good that we process K dramas one way or another so that we gain more from it rather than just passively watching it, right? So yeah, now now that I got that, I think I already got the key message, and that is it's not too late. And there's also another message from the K drama, which I will only say at the end of this episode because I decided it would be the K drama word of wisdom of this episode. So I'm putting that at the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what else? Ah, another topic that I have so resonated with. Is Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, yeah. Why Alzheimer's? I don't have Alzheimer's, and、uh, I don't know anybody who has Alzheimer's. But I have always been worried about Alzheimer's、uh, for my grandparents, for my parents, and even for myself. Not because we have a history; we don't. Like I said, I don't know anybody who had, but. Just because you don't have a history of Alzheimer's doesn't mean that you wouldn't have it. It's possible that you can catch Alzheimer's because of different reasons. So sometimes I fear that, and seeing that in a K drama made me feel more real about its reality. <laughs> if that makes sense, 
uh, I mean, uh, I've seen characters in other K dramas who had dementia, but it, it it didn't take so long. Like in when the camellia blooms, it was even fake. But here in Navaliera, it's real that Doctor has Alzheimer's, and we've seen evidence of him forgetting things, starting with very little things until he started forgetting even his wife, even what he's been doing for the past few days, even, yeah, you, you know, you get what I mean. So Alzheimer's is really real, and it's, uh, I'm not sure about the science behind curing Alzheimer if it's possible to cure it. I believe it's possible to prevent it and to reduce the possibility of people getting Alzheimer's or by or there's something that you can do to delay the onset of Alzheimer's. But there are people who just, you know, who just get it in their old age. And I kind of fear that for yeah, I, I already said it. I kind of fear that for my grandparents, for my parents, and for myself. Because it feels like they're there, but you're slowly losing them. Even though they're the ones losing their memories, it feels like you, as the person who doesn't have it, and seeing them lose their memories might make you feel like you're losing them a little at a time. And that's kind of sad. But, oh well, I already said that. They're gonna die anyway. But it, it's not the same. I feel like you see them gradually losing memories. That's going to be a heartache that one will have to carry for quite a while. So, yeah. Uh, I, I really felt those scenes when the children were so concerned or when Henam was crying when she found out the situation of her husband and when her husband, when Doctor finally admitted it to her. Yeah, those scenes were heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, tear-jerking. Tear-jerking? Yeah, it, it was a tear-jerker moment. So, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, I think I will wrap up everything here. It's been nice trying to process this K-drama today. Although I might... Yeah, uh, what's this? Although it might... I, I'm not sure if it would have been better if I delayed this by a week or two weeks or a month even. Or it would... Or it's better this way to, you know, at, right after finishing... The K-drama, I mean, right after I finished watching the K-drama. And then right away, I'd record an episode about it. Mm, I don't know. I'm still, like, studying how I process things. Studying how I do this podcast, even. And it's already May. I think for this podcast, I only have until June 13 as the duration of the second season. And I'm yet to decide whether I will do a third season depending on my situation and stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's a high probability that I will continue doing this K-drama podcast until like I'm 30. I'll manage. I'll do whatever I can to 
to make sure that I'm still doing this K-drama podcast until then. And if, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate it because you're the reason I'm continuously doing this, aside from myself, because I'm also the reason I'm doing this. So, yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. And for today's episode, I have a song recommendation. Not just a single song recommendation, but I recommend you to listen to all the OSTs of Navillera. Because I think there's only four that has lyrics. And those songs are so good. And they have different varying emotions and genre. I kind of like the sad song. I forgot its title. I'll put it in the show notes as song recommendations so that you can check them out. And yeah, uh, I need to listen to them again and, you know, study the lyrics because that's something that I'm trying to I'm trying to continuously do. Study, study Korean language through songs again and maybe memorize the lyrics, something like that. If it works for me or not, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so that's it for the song recommendation. And I already said my thanks. So thank you very much, okay, for listening to this. And for listening up to this point, that means a lot to me. And I'll leave you with a K-drama word of wisdom. And yeah, that would be the ending of this pod. I mean, that would be the ending of this episode. So... Yeah, so here's this week's K-drama word of wisdom. Aka, nega chibe karyodaga, uyoni haneru ulyotabakkoden. Haneri cheng hagu paraso. Poguman innundedu nomu chongoya. Kamani soso pogiman hennende. Murogu hea deji? Knyang. 시간이 하늘 위로 흘러가는 느낌 참 좋더라 어쩌면 행복이라는 게 그렇게 수수하고 구체적일 수도 있겠다 싶어서 무슨 등구름 잡는 게 아니라 On my way home, I just happened to look up The sky was bright and blue Just looking at it made me happy. Just standing and watching. How should I put it? It just felt like time was floating across the sky. It felt really nice. That's when I thought that happiness could be felt in the little details. And that you don't always have to achieve something grand. Kinka and Quinka, 여러분, 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요. 다음에 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. 감사합니다. 다음에 봐요. 바이바이.